I'm Erin. And I'm Jacob. And welcome to Hits Don't Lie, where two best friends argue over pop music. Every episode, we come up with a new theme. Each of us will bring songs to the table and we'll pick our five best songs from that list. And in this special episode, we are talking about Shakira. Yes, finally! In este episodio especial, vamos a hablar en inglés y en español. We're going to be speaking in both Spanish and English for this special episode, and we have two very special guests. Please welcome Callie and Sam from Shakipedia. Welcome! <laughs> hola, hola, ¿cómo están? <laughs> Bien, we're excited. Hola, hola, yo también estoy muy emocionado. Sí, gracias por invitarnos. Yes, we are such fans of Shakipedia. It is a podcast where you guys are going alphabetically through all of Shakira's songs. What a task. And doing a deep dive <laughs> and talking about them. And it is so much fun. It is such a good listen, guys. And oh, we gracias. love your podcast. <laughs> Qué honor. Sí, thanks for saying that. We're so excited. We've loved your podcast from the minute we found it, too. Obviously, we have your name in common. <laughs> True. So you must be Shacky fans as well. Yes, at heart. <laughs> There's a special story behind that, but we want to talk about you guys first. Tell us about your podcast. Shakipedia, como saben, es un podcast en el cual hablamos de toda la discografía de Shakira, bueno, de todo su catálogo musical en orden alfabético. Sí, exacto. Estamos repasando toda su discografía en orden alfabético. Vamos una canción por podcast, por episodio, pues, y entramos a todos los detalles de la canción, de las letras, de la música, de cómo se creó y también el chismecito detrás de cada canción. Y no puedo creer que ustedes tienen el primer podcast de Shakira. ¿Cómo puede Así ser? Es. Sí. So you guys have the first Shakira podcast. That's crazy. We do, yeah. Both of us love podcasts. Sam can share a little bit about his experience too, but I listen to a lot of podcasts about pop culture, pop music, Latin music, Latin politics, and just different issues in the Latinx community. And I just really noticed there was a gap. There wasn't a podcast specifically dedicated to Shakira, the mm -hmm. queen of Colombia, the empress of Latin America. How can it be so? <laughs> exactly. How can it be so? So yeah, that's why we started it. See. Sí. Cali un día vino con esta idea porque nosotros nos conocimos en Twitter y bueno, al principio me comentó sobre esta idea que tenía de un podcast porque como ustedes dicen, es el primer podcast sobre Shakira y bueno, yo no sabía, eh, al principio le ofrecí mi ayuda pero como en la parte técnica, a editar, no sé, un poco ahí ayudarle con el sitio donde se suben los episodios pero después de un momento de estar platicando sobre el proyecto ella me dijo, oye, ¿no te gustaría ser un invitado? y de un mini invitado pasé a ser el host también de Shakipedia <risa> Sí, exacto. <ríe> Fue un poco de un truco, ¿no? <ríe> Una <trampa. ríe> Ah, no sabía que era un truco. <ríe> Sí. Pues es un podcast fantástico. It is just an amazing podcast. Yes. And oh, I love it. Gracias. And in the spirit of this podcast and having you guys on, we are doing this bilingual in both Spanish and English, which is what your podcast is also doing. And as someone whose Spanish is forever slipping away, listening to your podcast is still so enjoyable because you do an amazing job of retouching on points and telling 
stories in both Spanish and English, and it is just so great to listen to, even if someone doesn't fully grasp the Spanish section of the podcast. I think you do an amazing Mm. job of that, and I highly recommend anyone, even if you don't have a full grasp on Spanish, please still listen to it. It is so much fun. (laughs) Wow, thanks so much for saying that. (laughs) That's so nice. That's so nice. We've heard that too, also for native Spanish speakers, that they learn English through the podcast as well. Oh, I can see that. That'd be great. Yeah. When Sam and I were thinking about how to create the podcast, it just didn't make sense for our podcast to only be in English or only be in Spanish since Shakira herself is multilingual. Her songs are in several languages and a lot of the fandom, in our case, being deep, deep, deep Shaggy fans, a lot of us have learned the opposite language, you know, through our experience. Like I've learned a lot of Spanish through her music. I know Sam has learned a lot of English through her music. So that's why we were like, we're just going to do our podcast as a mix because Shakira is a mix and so is her music and so are we. So that's that's why we just switch back and forth. Genius. Sí, creíamos que parte de que fuera el podcast eh, bilingüe es reflejar también el espíritu de Shakira, ¿no? Que parte de su discografía ahora se ha vuelto bilingüe o multilingüe, como lo menciona Cali. Entonces era fundamental no solo hablar en inglés o en español completamente en un episodio, sino en los dos idiomas. Sí. It's what she would want. <laughs> I'm glad you approve. <laughs> But if people haven't figured out from the name of our podcast, it is named after Shakira. She has her song, Hips Don't Lie. And last year when Jacob and I were planning to do a podcast. Planning to do when you pressured me to start a podcast, we should say. Oh, please. It was mutual. (laughs) Don't listen to him. It was mutual. She wore me down over months. Oh, stop it. I asked you once. That's kind of what happened with Sam and I, to be honest, too. I was sí, like... Es curioso el paralelismo entre sus historias y nuestra historia. También, déjenme sí. decirles que cuando leí, cuando leí su descripción del podcast, que eran dos amigos en sus treinta y tantos, dije, esos somos también, Cali y yo, somos dos amigos en nuestros treinta y tantos haciendo un podcast. Entonces, creo que hay un paralelismo muy similar entre nuestros podcasts. Sí, tenemos mucho en común. At this time, a year ago, we were like, can you believe that there's not a Shakira podcast, you know? Yeah. We put it on our list of ideas for podcast ideas. And then we oh. ended up, the podcast format that we have today is the idea that won out. But we still always had it in our mind, like, you know, there's not a Shakira podcast. And then you guys like <laughs> filled that hole in the same year. And oh can I God. say- In a better way that we could have ever In a better done. way, so in I'm a much glad. better way. Yes. I'm so glad oh. that you guys did because I'm really nervous about Shakira fans now that i've seen (laughs) like you guys are flooded with comments and opinions but let me go back a little bit because i wanted to explain cuando estábamos planeando este podcast pueden ver el nombre del podcast que somos fans de shakira hits don't lie es como canciones pero de, del título Hips Don't Lie de su canción mm-hmm. pero queríamos pues teníamos la idea de tener un podcast de Shakira y qué bueno que no hicimos porque ustedes tienen lo mejor podcast que oh, nunca podemos hacer oh, qué linda qué linda sí, gracias y también uh, tengo un poco miedo de fans de Shakira porque son muy 
pues, ¿cómo se dice? Apasionados. Apasionados. Yes. Apasionados. <laughs> sí. They are very opinionated and they have their strong likes and dislikes. And you guys are strong enough to like contend with <laughs> putting your opinions out there and chatting with the fans. Let me see if I, if I understand you, Erin. Uh, uh, the first time uh, you became with this idea of making a podcast about Shakira, but uh, your fear about the fandom is what you... <laughs> Is what stopped you? Uh -huh, yeah. No, um, pues no, no dije esta parte en español, pero dije en inglés que después de planeando por mucho tiempo, la idea del podcast que tenemos ganó en vez de un podcast de Shakira. Pero qué bueno, porque cuando leo los comentarios en Twitter de los fans de Shakira, uh, tengo un poco miedo porque son tan apasionados y <ríe> tienen opiniones fuertes y ustedes son personas fuertes que pueden hablar de sus opiniones de Shakira en frente de ellos. Pero vamos a intentar esta noche. Pero sí, este, hay muchos fans que han estado siguiendo la carrera de Shakira por años y años, o sea, décadas, ¿no? Porque ella empezó tan joven, entonces tienen opiniones súper fuertes y les gusta esto, <risa> no les gusta lo otro, quieren que haga esto, no quiere que haga lo otro. Yeah. Entonces, no sé, sí, tienes razón, que somos un fandom así, bien apasionado, crítico, sí. demasiado crítico a veces, diría yo, diría yo. Pero... Sí, el miedo que tú tuviste o esta idea que tiene sobre que el fandom es muy especial lo, la tuvimos nosotros en un principio y hablamos mucho de eso al principio, incluso creo que seguimos hablando de eso, pero tratamos de mantenernos en una línea en que no nos vamos a un extremo, es, es lo que hemos tratado de hacer durante todos los episodios, ¿no? no irnos a ningún extremo y respetar las ideas de todos, sobre todo creo que eso ha sido una parte fundamental del podcast respeto a las ideas de todos Exactly. We want to be clear that we respect Shakira, the person and the artist. And just because we love her and we have followed her as a person and an artist for a long time does not mean that every single song is going to be for us a 10 out of a 10. Absolutely. But we want to be able to talk about that openly because some Shaki fans, to be honest, are very like so loyal to her that if you say that this song is an eight out of a ten, they take it. They're like, oh, my gosh, you don't respect yes. the queen. What's Absolutely. wrong with you? And I've like, seen that. <laughs> We are with both of you guys on that mindset of you can love an artist and you can love their career and you can still admit that some things flop. Okay, some things aren't always <laughs> the best, but you still love and support yeah. the career and the person. You know what I mean? Of course. I will always be loyal to Shakira because she's incredible. She's yes. changed my life in so many ways and I really respect her. But that doesn't mean that I have to enjoy every song or pretend that every song is perfect for my musical taste. Exactly. Which is Muy why cierto. in our podcast we like to talk about hey Sam what do you like and Callie which songs do you like you know and then we invite all of our listeners to chime in and share their opinions too so yeah yeah Sí, es muy cierto. Una cosa es que seamos fans y otra cosa es que no podamos ser críticos. No, no, toda, no todo lo que ha hecho Shakira nos gusta. Eh, siempre tenemos ahí nuestras diferencias porque Cali y yo somos muy diferentes. Entonces creo que eso es también lo que ha hecho que el podcast sea interesante, ¿no? Porque uh -huh. siempre sí. tenemos gustos muy diferentes, opiniones muy diferentes sobre lo que hace Shakira y eso no hace que no seamos fans, pero... 
tenemos que dar nuestras opiniones y al final creo que eso es parte de lo que nos hace diferentes, ¿no? Mm -hmm. And, for example, in our case, like, I have been a fan of Shakira since before her crossover, since like 1997, 1998, and I'm bilingual, and Sam also is bilingual and grew up in Mexico, and, you know, he's a native Spanish speaker, I'm a native English speaker, and so we've both been able to experience her career from different countries, from different languages, from different perspectives, so on our podcast, we want everybody Everybody should feel welcome. That's why we speak a mix of the languages. We are covering all of her songs, old and new, English and Spanish. And so, yeah, we're just so grateful to be here. And we love you guys for that. Y algo también muy importante es que la cuestión que sea un podcast que va recorriendo la discografía de Shakira en orden alfabético es que queríamos darle a cada canción su momento, su espacio, ¿no? Porque también sí. llegó un momento en que queríamos organizar las canciones, pero no sabíamos cómo y también sabíamos que había unas canciones que eran más favoritas de otros. Pero creo que hacerlo alfabético es lo más justo y le damos a cada canción su momento especial. Sí, sí. estaba pensando en eso hoy porque pensé, ¿saben qué? Es una buena idea hacer en el ordenador alfabético porque, por ejemplo, si graben un episodio de cada álbum, vamos a estar esperando por mucho tiempo por sus canciones nuevas y más modernas. Y me gusta esta idea porque siempre hay una mezcla de épocas diferentes de Shakira. Sí, so I love sí. the idea that you guys record in alphabetical order. And I was just thinking that today because if you were starting with the old albums, it would be, it would take a long time to work your way up through the modern albums and this way we get a, a mix of Shakira mm -hmm. songs from like every era and I love that Yeah, that's what we wanted to do because there's a lot of, I would say, fans that learned about her after her crossover that have kind of just learned her English songs or just her newer songs and have stuck with that side of her discography. And there's other like OG dedicated <laughs> original Shaki fans that really only prefer her first, like specifically like two main albums mm -hmm. that were in Spanish and have not really like learned her newer songs. And so we just said, hey, a lot of her music is great. Let's like mix it up and do it in alphabetical so order. Smart. So we're hoping that if someone follows the podcast that they will learn a little bit of Spanish, a little bit of English, a little bit of her new music, a little bit of her old music and kind of get a good taste of who she is because she's a very talented, obviously, but also a very eclectic artist. Mm -hmm. Sí, y en cada episodio nos hemos dado cuenta, incluso a veces hemos descubierto cosas que a pesar de que somos fans no sabíamos y nos hemos incluso encariñado con canciones que a lo mejor no teníamos tan en cuenta, no sé Cali, pero creo que nos pasó con Bosch mm -hmm. Partu, ¿no? Sí, sí, sí. Hay canciones no tan conocidas que son parte de su lado B, uh -huh. que tal vez no las haya tocado mucho en vivo, que no tienen video, que no las haya incluido en sus giras, por ejemplo. Pero cuando nos enfocamos así todo un episodio en esa canción, Sam y yo les damos más enfoque y aprendimos más y nos han empezado a gustar canciones que antes no le dábamos tanta atención, por ejemplo. Exactly. Y creo que incluso también con nuestros escuchas nos ha pasado, ¿no? Que ellos nos han comentado de cuando escuchan el episodio, aprenden un poco más del contexto de la canción, les acaba gustando un poco más, ¿no? Mm. Yeah, even fans who are super dedicated are like, wow, you guys got so in detail with that song that we yeah, learned I love that. More, so. I like that yeah. too. <laughs> We could just get into the songs if you guys are ready to dive into these songs that we chose. Each of us brought three independent songs, and I'm excited to see what you guys brought. Sí, están listos. I'm ready. Todos tenemos tres canciones diferentes. Sí, a lo que venimos. 
Okay. Well, Shakita has a lot of great hits that have been on the radio, both in Latin America and globally and here in the United States. And so I wanted to actually start with a lesser known song that's more a fan favorite, specifically within the fandom, since I do feel that being a guest on this podcast, I'm representing the diehards. (laughs) And so this song couldn't be missing. Um, It's from her 2009 album, She Wolf. And it's called Men in This Town. Wow. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> I was just rediscovering this song last week, and it's one that gets stuck in your head, and you cannot stop humming or singing this song. Yes. <laughs> it's really catchy. All of us as fans really wanted it to become a single, and we were super disappointed when it wasn't chosen. There was even a famous poll that was sent to Shaggy yes. fans during this time <laughs> on her this. mailing list. <laughs> you do? Yes. <laughs> what do you remember about it? I remember that this song won out and then the song that then would become a single was like at the bottom of that list. So they didn't listen to the <laughs> poll at all. Sí, sí, fue bien triste. But what song? It was... I, did I learn that from your podcast? Possibly. I mean, it's a common recurring topic in the fandom. So um, Men in This Town was what was at the top of this poll that they sent out. It was like what we wanted to come out after She-Wolf as the next single. Um, But I think that the people who were controlling her career at that time, Sam, you can chime in. Amanda Ghost, I know you have Mm -hmm. things to say. She was her manager (laughs) at that time. And she chose the song that, like Aaron just said, was towards the bottom, which was called Gypsy, which was like a super slow jam after. um, Because it was She wolf and then another song called did it again mm-hmm. and then which that's we love the pull out yes i love that song too and we wanted it to be men in this town after that but then they chose gypsy which was a bummer because this would have been a smash it's so catchy it deserved to have a video it deserved to be on tour and she's never performed it live a single time si sí, como decimos en nuestro podcast no sabemos por qué men in this town nunca fue un single, así que es un Shaki misterio, porque todo el fandom, a todo el fandom le gusta, o sea, es una realidad. Eh, yo creo que después de She-Wolf y Loba es la canción favorita de este álbum. Sí, Loba es la versión en español de She-Wolf. Mm. Yo iba a traer esta canción, pero sabía que a lo mejor tú, Cali, la ibas a traer o alguien más la iba a traer y no quería caer en un lugar común, así que sí es de mis favoritas pero no quise traerla al, al podcast porque sabía que a lo mejor tú la ibas a escoger o alguien más, porque es una canción favorita del fandom Yes, I thought that you were going to bring it and I was like, no, I'm putting it first I'm going to win putting it first. I saw, yes. I did see when we were waiting to record, Callie did go back and change her number one pick so very strategic, I saw that <laughs> She knows. She's got this down. Kelly C. Entiende como hacer este podcast. Sé cómo funcionan las cosas aquí. Quería ganar. And yes, and Jacob and I had to just 
let's just we have the same favorite Shakira song so we yeah, were we'll like okay that. let's just decide now <laughs> who's gonna go first and I said you go first it's fine she did, she <laughs> we have the same fave the same ultimate oh fave I love this pick Callie what a way to start out the list I'm glad you approve before we move on to the next one I just wanted to say there's an iconic line in this song where she says and Matt Damon's not meant for me yes and <laughs> She's basically saying like this, this song was actually inspired by stories from her other amigas who were single around the time that Shakita was working on the 2009 album. Um, and they were complaining like, gosh, we feel like we have it together, but it's impossible for us to find like a good boyfriend. Like what the heck? Like, why is it so hard? And so she was inspired by that and wrote this song. And so she basically in this song is it takes place in LA and she's saying, you know, California is great. I go to all these clubs. I'm trying to meet people, but like, I'm just not meeting anybody who's decent enough and all the good guys like Matt Damon are not meant for me I guess they're already swept up and taken and Shakira actually knows Matt Damon and his wife and I remember she even um, sent him a copy of this album and signed it and there was like an interview with him where he's like yes I love Shakira and all that so it's kind of fun oh I love that detail I didn't know that yeah (laughs) de hecho deben de saber que Matt Damon era vecino de Shaki they were neighbors in Los Angeles creo y de hecho en alguna entrevista le preguntan a Matt Damon si sabe de esta canción y al parecer creo que no sabía pero le resulta curioso y es cuando cuenta que eran vecinos y se conocen sí y que le había mandado una copia sí, de este disco exacto sí. <risa> sí wow y yo les puedo contar que por ejemplo la primera vez que fui de visita a Los Ángeles la primera canción que reproduje cuando llegué fue Man in this Town <risa> nice that was the first song you listened when you went to LA <risa> the first time <risa> To get you in that. the mood for LA. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yes. It is, you know what? Now that you say it, it does sound very LA. There's something about the backing and everything that sounds very LA. I can see that. Yeah, it's very catchy. She also mentions An- Angelina Jolie. She says, I never dreamed that I'd come here to be the next Jolie, but I sure know there is someone around who's meant to be. So she's saying, I never thought I'd be like the coolest girl in town, but like, why can't I find any boyfriend who's decent? You God, know? imagine Shakira being so humble. She thinks she's not the coolest person in town. <laughs> so sí, bien humble. Humilde, ¿no? <laughs> true, very true. <laughs> Y también tengo que confesar que cuando llegué a LA busqué estos dos clubs que menciona la canción que es Skybar y The Standard. ¿Existen? Sí, los menciona. Pero... Sí, they're real. Yes. Pero okay. nunca he estado ahí, así que alguna vez si alguien me quiere invitar, me puede invitar a The Skybar o The Standard y yo con gusto voy a ir. <risa> Nice. <laughs> so, listeners, if you heard that, if you would like to take Sam <laughs> to these bars in LA, he's open to that invite. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah, that was my first pick, Men in This Town. That was the best first pick. All right, we're ready, Sam. ¿Estás listo? Listo, I'm ready. This song was the very first song I remember. I listened to Shakira. Esta canción fue la primera que yo creo que escuché conscientemente sobre Shakira. Fue la canción que me hizo volverme un Shakifan. Así que esta canción es especial para mí, por eso quise traerla en primer lugar, porque prácticamente con esta canción comenzó mi fanatismo por ella. Y esta canción la escribió en una playa de Colombia, en la noche, cuando parecía que todo... El cielo estaba forrado de estrellas. Exactamente. Y esta canción se llama Inevitable. ¡Oh, yes! ¡Yes! yes. 
such a good one. Oh my god. Este es una de mis canciones favoritas de Shakira. Y no lo elegí, pero sí es. This is like one of my favorite Shakira songs ever. Yeah, this was almost on my list tonight, but it wasn't. I figured Sam might bring this. It's a classic. This just this Un deserves clásico. to be here. Absolutely. Sí, curiosamente no le fue muy bien en los charts o en Billboard, pero es una de esas canciones de las que hemos hablado, Cali que con el tiempo se vuelven especiales. Tal vez en el principio o al principio cuando son lanzadas como singles no les va muy bien, pero creo que el tiempo les hace justicia, ¿no crees? Mm -hmm. There's some Shaki songs that for whatever reason, when they're launched, they have like moderate success on radio and things like that, but then they just become mega classics. This is actually her most performed song in history. If you look at setlist.fm, according to sense. all the uploaded performances, this is her numero uno with good reason. Timeless song. Like there's nothing that... Mm -hmm sounds dated or anything in this song it is just perfection mm -hmm. yo amo la letra See, I'm just watching the video. I just love seeing her go crazy. That was when she still had her long black hair. Yes. And she's just like jumping around so physical. And and the guitarist that's um, playing with her, he's still with her, Tim Mitchell. He's been her band yes, director for a very long time. So. It's crazy. Yeah, love him. I love to think of Shakira eras by her hair because it's very an iconic <laughs> yeah. look per album for her. So I love this era, which is like just um, kind of messy, dark hair still. And I don't know. I love her look during all of this. This also is one of those rock pop songs that she did so well early on in her career. Yes, a great fusion. Mm -hmm. Pero creo que la genialidad de esta canción es la letra. O sea, para mí, lo que me mm. hizo engancharme con Shakira fue la letra. Sobre todo la línea que dice, lloro una vez al mes, sobre todo cuando hay frío. Con eso me conquistó. Me atrapó. Más de un domingo, Sam, he visto en Twitter que escribiste algo, una letra de esta canción, porque ella menciona el domingo en esta canción. Ni me baño de los domingos. Yes. <risa> so real. A veces tengo como excusa que soy Shakifan para no bañarme los domingos. Uh, it's so funny because there's a there's a lyric, yeah, like we're saying that says, I don't shower on Sundays. And I actually showered today and we happen to be recording on a Sunday. <laughs> and there's a um there's a meme that fans will also post when that happens and they'll be like, Sam, have you seen that meme? It's like, I feel like I failed you, Shakita. I I took a shower today. <laughs> You're not a true Shaki fan. I know. I forgot. I forgot in my shower today. I shouldn't have. Oh, and like Sam said at the beginning of introing this song, she says that she wrote this on one of her on a beach in Colombia at night. She was there with friends and she said it was just like the sky was filled with stars. And so she said it was inevitable that a song was born that night. Hay dos datos curiosos que quisiera compartir con ustedes. Una es que esta canción tiene una versión en inglés. No sé si sepan que se llama Inevitable. Y la otra es que después de que conoció a Gerard, cambió la letra de la canción porque dice que ella no entiende de fútbol, pero después de que ella comenzó esta sí. relación con Gerard, empezó a cantar, ahora entiendo sí. de fútbol. 
I love that. Like I love that journey. She went from mm-hmm. no knowledge to <laughs> dating. Yeah. Yes. For, to performing at three World Cups and true, also dating one of the true. most successful soccer players true. worldwide. <laughs> yes, but Sam, I was going to say we can't talk about this song without mentioning the English version because my understanding is that it was never released, but she performed it live, correct? Hasta donde sabemos, el plan original es que inevitable la, inver- la versión en inglés o inevitable, la versión en inglés de esta canción, iba a ser parte de una versión en inglés de Dónde Están los Ladrones. De hecho, creo que Gloria Estefan también le ayudó a traducir la letra de Inevitable. La cantó un par de veces, creo que tres veces en vivo, pero ese plan uh-huh. se, des- se desechó y el álbum que salió en vez de Dónde Están los Ladrones en inglés fue Laundry Service. I I would have loved to have heard Donde Están Los Ladrones in English. I actually really like the English version of this. I don't like all of the English versions of her songs, but the English version of Inevitable is the one that I really like. So that's a shame. Mm. It only got performed live. La traducción es muy literal, ¿no? Sí, es una es completamente una traducción y nada más. Mm. No, no hay letras extras o, o cambios así. One of the things that I think gets lost sometimes when they do those two English translations is just the clever wordplay and poetry that Shakira will write into some of her songs. Mm -hmm. And I miss that sometimes whenever they just say, okay, now we're going to just make this an English song, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. One lyric that's tough is like in, for this translation specifically, is she says, juego mal hasta parques, hasta el parques, which is a Colombian board game, which is basically like parcheesy. And that would be hard to translate but i do think that the link the translation was pretty faithful to the original and yeah gloria stefan helped with this and i still remember the very first time i ever saw shakira for real on tv live was when she performed this on the rosie o'donnell show which is yes. obviously dating me because <laughs> that was forever ago um but gloria stefan was like a sub like host For an episode or two, I guess Rosie was out or something. And so she invited Shakira to perform. So it was kind of like ushering her in to... Icons supporting icons. Love it. We love to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Y creo que ellas solían ser amigas y después algo pasó, pero no sabemos qué pasó. (laughs) Sí, hay chismecito que tal vez hay. hay. (laughs) Otro Shaki misterio. Otro Shaki for, Misterio. For anyone who That's hasn't right. listened to Shakipedia yet, there are a bunch of Shaki Misterios, Shakira mysteries that happen on the podcast. So in order to figure all of them out, you have to listen. <laughs> yeah, when we don't know something, when there's something that probably behind that happened like behind the scenes in her career and she's never said it in an interview, we, we're like, oh, we wish we knew. And so then we call it a Shaki Misterio. But our dream <laughs> is to have her as a guest on the show. And I personally will go back and listen to our entire back catalog of episodes yes. and make a list of all the Shaki Misterios. And I'm going to ask her like detailed questions. We're Not manifesting like, what was it that like to you. cross over and sing in English? I'm like, no. Tell me Specifics. what happened with Gloria Specifics. Why was men in this town not a single? We need details. <laughs> anyway, this is a strong pick, Sam. I'm glad you chose. You Very know, happy. I'm glad to, to be here. Oh, my God. Yeah. You guys really came out blazing. Okay, well, Aaron knows what this song is because when I know what two guys, of your songs are. That's true. Sure. That's true. Uh, when you guys <laughs> agreed to do this, the first thing I sent Aaron was, okay, which one of us gets to pick this song? 
because we have already discussed previously that it is our favorite Shakira song. It's one of my all-time favorite songs. I imagine it's also up there for Aaron. And yes. I want to talk about No featuring wow. Gustavo Cerati. <gasps> oh, nice. And anytime you Love say this, you have to it. say the no really dramatic. You can't just say no. You have yeah, to say, no. No. <laughs> like she does no. in the beginning. <laughs> No intentes disculparte, no juegues a insistir Las excusas ya existían antes de ti No, no me mires como antes, no hables en plural La retórica es tu arma más letal Oh, God. This was what from Fijacio Noral, the Spanish version of Oral Fixation that was in 2005. I think this was around the time that I really, truly fell in love with Shakira. Like, her other albums, I loved them and I listened to them. But this album and around this time is when it just really clicked for me. Brought it home. Brought it mm-hmm. home. It's a perfect album. It's my favorite album Perfection. By her. No skips. Absolute I love perfection. It Every one of them could have been a number one hit or should have been at least. Ugh. Have you seen the live performance of this no. from that tour? It's- no, I haven't. <gasps> I need to go and look. I haven't. Um, do we need to interrupt the recording of this to listen to that? <laughs> it is so good. Oh, so oh, good. God. The lyrics are flawless. Exactly. This, okay, when I talk about poetry and Shakira's ability to just weave words together, this song is up there for examples of that. It is just beautiful. And I'm really glad yeah. that they did not try to translate this one to English because <laughs> okay. it's a really special song. I don't know how you would. It's just special. I don't know. It doesn't need a translation. Well, I was just going to say the whole meaning of this song is just about getting away from this toxic relationship that she can't handle anymore, right? And it's basically said to her partner, boyfriend, whatever. And there's just so many lines that are heartbreaking, but then in the end it picks up and almost sounds hopeful that like she's saying these words and stopping the toxic situation. (laughs) I have literal goosebumps. I've obviously watched this like a million (laughs) times, but it is so good. Yeah, and there's an iconic lyric where she says, Espero que no esperes que te espere. You do not know how much Aaron and I obsessed over that line. <laughs> we were obsessed <laughs> over that. <laughs> yeah. It's just poetry. Oh, truly. There's nothing more to say about this other than for me, this is peak Shakira it's like this song is it's so artistic yeah it's so artistic and the video the original video and then the live performance it's incredibly artistic pero creo que también el título habla de una cuestión muy latinoamericana o esta cuestión latina que nos cuesta decir que no no sé cómo tú lo percibas Cali es que creo que en nuestro idioma o no sé si en nuestra cultura nos cuesta mucho trabajo decir no. Siempre andamos como dándole la sí. vuelta a las cosas. Nos cuesta mucho trabajo decir no. Entonces cuando alguien te dice no es porque ya se acabó. Sobre todo en una relación. Si ya Entiendo. te dijo no es porque mm. ahora sí ya es en serio. Sobre todo por esta carga mm-hmm. cultural que hay. 
Entonces, esta idea no traduce bien para nosotros porque a mí sí, a mí me gusta decir no. Sí. Es fácil sí. para mí decir que no. Pero es una idea interesante. Sí, yo creo que si no eres latino, como que no entiendes muy bien esta cuestión porque decir no en nuestra cultura es muy difícil. Siempre damos mm. la vuelta, tratamos de cambiar el sentido de las cosas porque creemos que decir no es como ofensivo. Y yo, por ejemplo, he notado que en una cultura más, no sé, por decirlo gringa o europea, es muy fácil decir no y nosotros lo tomamos como algo medio grosero o rudo. Entonces creo que esta canción lleva ese significado, ¿no? Cuando alguien latino te dice que no, es hora de tomarlo en serio. Es serio. <risa> Un no wow. ya es... La última palabra, como decimos, ya se acabó. That's such an interesting idea, Sam, that culturally this song means something different, maybe, to Latinos, because it's more different for you and your culture to just say no. It's easy for me, and that is also a part of our culture, our American culture, is right. that I can just say no, no, I don't want this. I speak directly <laughs> about what I want, right? But for you, it's a different meaning, and I love that. I never would have thought of that. So thank Such you. Such an empowering song when you think of it like that oh, as well. Yes. At the end of the music video where, okay, for people who haven't seen the music video, which you should look it up immediately after listening to this entire podcast. Absolutely. Um, she is basically crying throughout it and she wasn't planning in the original video to cry, but through recording and um, making the video she actually started crying by thinking of the lyrics and what the song is about for her and it's a black and white video it was filmed in Barcelona and she starts to sew like a pair of wings mm -hmm. basically and you can't really tell throughout the video what's going on and then at the very end she puts them on and she starts to run and then she like saves herself basically from yes. like falling off a cliff or something it's really beautiful it's so nice and that was the first video that she did with right Sam that was her first video with Jauma de Liguana her longtime collaborator that she's worked on several videos with. Sí, guys. creo que después de... Bueno, el primer trabajo que hicieron juntos fue la portada de Oral Fisection Volume 2, si no mal recuerdo. Ah, okay. Porque la conexión entre Jaume y Shakira fue Alejandro Sanz, que supongo que se lo presentó después de que colaboraron en La Tortura. Ah, sí, sí. Ok. So this track was also written by and has uh, background vocals and keyboard from... Gustavo Cerati, who is a legendary Argentinian right, performer with a band called So De Stereo. And they were basically like platonic loves of their lives. They worked on several songs together um, and they just had a really special friendship. Unfortunately, he went into coma. I forget what year and stayed in coma for a while and then passed away. Looks like, oh, in 2014. So that was a big loss, not only for mm, all Latin music lovers, seriously. but specifically Shakira. Right. Yeah. So excellent song. That was the first one I wanted to bring. It was basically both Aaron and my choice, but uh, <laughs> we'll see what Aaron brings for her first one. Yeah. Well, you know, we had to talk about the order who would go first. And so I knew that you would get all the popular picks. So I got to get all the personal favorite picks, which I'm excited about. But we'll see. You said you changed your mind like we'll see, four times. I changed my so. mind a lot. <laughs> okay, so my first pick is also from the same album as No from Fijacion Oral, Volume One. And unfortunately, this song was not released as a single. It's just an album track, and it's called La Pared. Wow. <sighs> 
such a good one. I almost brought this one too. Beautiful. One of my favorite Shakira yes. songs. Excellent choice. Podemos hablar de cómo se parece la pared a Clocks de Coldplay? Oh. Go for it. Sí, yo desde la primera... Bueno, déjenme les cuento que yo era fan de la canción Clocks de Coldplay. Y la primera vez que escuché la pared... Bueno, la versión, eh, digamos, de estudio, porque hay, un, hay dos versiones de la pared, que es la versión acústica, uh -huh. que también se incluye en el, en el álbum. A mí me parece que tiene una similitud impresionante con Clocks de Coldplay. No sé ustedes. Yo también pienso que se parecen, pero no sé. Para mí, la canción La Pared es una canción única. Solo en el, en el coro, para mí, parece a Clocks. Para mí, la melodía sí es muy parecida a Clocks. Y en cuanto a la letra, tengo ahí mis dudas, porque es una letra que, a pesar de que es en español, a mí me cuesta un poquito de trabajo entender. Nunca he entendido muy bien qué se refiere con la frase después de ti, la pared. No me faltes nunca. No sé tú, Cali, o qué piensan los demás. Pues tengo mis opiniones. I have my opinions about what this song means. What do you think, Cali? You go first because it's your song. <laughs> I'm glad that you said that, Sam. Sam said, even in Spanish, he's not sure about maybe the meaning <laughs> of the song. And obviously for me too, because Spanish is not my first language, but when I hear the phrase, after you, there's just a wall. So there's there's no more going forward. It's like I'm blocked. I cannot go any further in my life or do anything else without you. Mm. A good block or a bad block, do you think? It's negative. It's like this is stopping me from going any more forward mm -hmm. in my life. Mm -hmm. When I hear after you, I think when there is no more you, there's just a wall. There, mm. I can't go forward anymore without you. Entonces, para mí significa como sin ti hay una pared. Sin ti no puedo um, mover más. No puedo hacer progreso en mi vida. Y también con la línea de debajo del asfalto es como debajo del asfalto y más es más abajo estaría. Más abajo estaría yo. Sin ti. Exactly. Yes. Yes, Chica. He's listened to this. I think Shakira is saying for me the way I interpret this song is that Shakira loves this person so much that after they leave for whatever reason a breakup or if they pass away or something like it would be like hitting a wall it's just like a complete shock to her right. system because she loves them so much it's like a heartbreak song but like an anticipatory because they haven't left necessarily she's saying like no me faltes nunca like don't hypothetically leave. like if you left yeah. what would i do i just don't even yeah, want to think like, about it yeah I have the lyrics up for this song and I've typically thought of this song as a love song, but I feel like there's some songs that can be interpreted in separate in several ways. So this could be not only a love song, but like anybody that you love. Sí, creo que un sinónimo de la pared podría ser un límite, ¿no? O, o la nada, ¿no? Después de ti no hay nada. Creo que más mm. bien eso era lo que yes. trataba de decir. Pero la pared, bueno, no sé, a mí no me convence tanto, pero por alguna razón, <risa> otra vez poética o rítmica, lo hizo. Sí, Shakira tiene su forma muy suya de escribir. Yes, and can I just say, I'm glad that you brought that up, because because of the fact that I learned so much Spanish through Shakira, I learned a lot of unusual phrases that I later found out were not common phrases. <risa> yeah. 
but it's just Shakira being Shakira. Entonces Shakira yo aprendí um... muchas. Sí, yo aprendí muchas frases como extrañas de Shakira. Okay, sí. Porque aprendí sí. tanta español de ella. Así aprendí. Español fue entre sus, sus letras, pero más tarde en la vida descubrí que he aprendido algo que solo es algo que Shakira dice. Exacto, sí, Y no sí, es una sí. frase común. Sí. Es lo que te iba a decir. No puedes llegar con alguien, por ejemplo, alguien, un hablante nativo del español y decirle después de ti la pared, no me faltes nunca. <ríe> creo que eso no sería muy común de decir. De hecho, creo que no es muy común. Entonces, igual que yo, no te entenderíamos muy bien. Sí. Oh, my gosh. I also love the lyric in this song. It's oh, so good and a good play on words where she says, Eres la enfermedad y el enfermero. And then it rhymes. That's our favorite line. Yes. yes. And it rhymes with, Y ya me has convertido en tu perro faldero, which I, yes. I learned that oh phrase. Like, you're the the illness and the cure. Or you're the illness and the doctor? The nurse. The nurse, yeah. You're the illness and the nurse, and you've turned me into your lap dog. God. That's, like, intense. <laughs> ¿Y cómo traducirías perro faldero en inglés? Lap dog. Es un perrito tan chiquito que pones en tu faldita, ¿no? No. Like, Pero lo entiendo como un, un perro fiel. Ajá, Ajá sí. Así, así sí. entiendo la frase, sí, perro. Exacto. Es como un perro fiel, Ajá. leal. Sí, tiene, tienes toda la okay. razón. Ah. Ahí... The literal translation is lapdog, but we're saying that it means... Ajá, loyal. pero creo que... Like, creo Shakira has este another caso. song called Perro Fiel. I know, that's why I said haha, but she... I, oh. I thought it was like a very faithful dog. Like sí, loyal, porque pe perro like faldero, side, always. perro faldero en este caso es como ese perro que siempre va atrás de ti acompañándote. Mm, yeah, okay. Loyal. Mm -hmm. It's more Exacto. the idiom meaning instead of mm -hmm. the literal. The literal. Ah, yep. oh, got it. Okay. Interesting. Wow. I I knew you were going to bring La Pared, Aaron. I knew you were. And I'm you so did. Absolutely. Okay, good. I did. <laughs> it was on my list too. I was considering it. Well, perfect. So at least I have somebody on my side when it gets to the debate. God, uh, so far, but... okay, we've only done one round. We've, we've we've only done one round, had so much to say, and every single one has been amazing songs. So I'm scared how yes. the rest of this is going to go. <laughs> oh my gosh. This but, episode might be like eight hours long. <laughs> hey, if it has to be, it has to be. <laughs> Maybe it'll come out okay. in August, you know. <laughs> okay. okay. We'll you see how long it takes it. to edit. <laughs> All right, Kelly, what do you have for us as your second pick? So this is my favorite song by her completely, and it was off of her 1998 album, Donde Están Los Ladrones, and it's called No Creo. <gasps> yes! Yay. Uno de mis favoritas! <laughs> love this song so much you don't understand i'm so glad oh you brought God. it i'm so glad you like it too we are huge <laughs> fans of donde están los ladrones and this enormous song, fans oh this song is so yes. good uh, 
The intro is just like builds up so good. I love it so much. It taught me a lot of subjunctive. Yes. (laughs) I learned so much Spanish just from this song. (laughs) Yes. I love this. I feel like Shakito is really positioning herself as an intellectual in the part where she says, no creo en Venus ni Marte, no creo en Carlos Marx, no creo en Jean-Paul Sartre. She's listing all these ideological leaders Mm -hmm. or yeah philosophers that she doesn't believe in and I think she was only like 21 or 22 when this song came out and so it's just like really powerful to have a younger woman saying no like I have strong beliefs this is who I am and it's a love song at the end of the day where she's saying you know she really believes in them and she has such strong feelings for this person and she only believes in them and she only believes in their love. And there's so many other things that she doesn't believe in. And she's so faithful to their relationship. Uh, we have to also talk about her playing the harmonica on this. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's so fun that she plays a harmonica. Actually, because of her playing the harmonica and having long brown hair, dark hair in this era, a lot of people made the comparison that she was like the Latin American Alanis Morissette. Yes. And I think that one of this song kind of fits in that category because Alanis and Shakira around the same time were both fusing rock and pop. And for me, this song is a perfect fusion of that. And I just love that it's so upbeat. And there in the live version, I don't know if any of you have heard the live version, but um, yes, she does more like a claro reggae. Que sí. Mm-hmm. inspired version i personally like the studio version better and mm-hmm. i do too there isn't a live version where she has live vocals of the standard version she promoted this single but it was actually always lip synced in latin america which was really disappointing but the live version which was on her mtv unplugged for example super good performance as well i just prefer the original and so two factoids regarding this song that i wanted to share is that this song was actually going to be the first lead single off of donde están los ladrones um oh. but at the last minute they changed it to be ciega sordo mm-hmm. muda but within brazil one of our listeners told us that within brazil they did not play ciega sordo muda on the radios originally they actually did did play No Creo first. And so if you watch the Ciega Sordo Muda video all the way to the end, there's a short little clip where um, you can see No Creo is like spliced in there. There's like a TV where they're playing a music video within mm. the Ciega Sordo Muda video and it is No Creo. So they filmed No Creo first mm-hmm. before filming Cierto. Ciega Sordo Muda. Wow. Y no sé ustedes, pero yo no entiendo muy bien el video que por cierto fue grabado por Gustavo Garzón con el cual colaboró también en varios videos videos de la era pies descalzos pero es un video que yo no lo entiendo muy bien pero es como el concepto que venía manejando Gustavo Garzón ¿no crees Cali? Sí, con él sacó como varios videos así como más um, abstractos surrealistas. Diría. o sea, no son como una historia <ríe> sí. como tal, sí, surrealista sí, no son como videos como tal que tú les puedes seguir muy fácilmente uh-huh. no sé, pero yo amo las escenas en ese video donde están al baño con su pelo así todo loco y mojada y no sé, yo adoro este video Wait, so I have a question. I, I'm personally invested in this. So, Sam, you like this song? No sé. Es que hablando de dónde están los ladrones, creo que tengo otras favoritas. Sí me gusta, pero creo que no es de mis favoritas. Uh, I think this one sounds like a really great interim song between Pies Descalzos and Donde Están Los Ladrones. I think it's a great sort of in-between song of her evolving sound when you go between those two albums. Mm-hmm. 
to me, it's just like so good. I can listen to this anytime and I'm so happy. Yes, it makes me happy yes. every time. And honestly, as soon as I fully understood the lyrics, like learned enough Spanish to capture what she was saying, I was like, this is the gold standard of the type of love that I hope to find. Like I want to find a no creo level love in my life. You know, <laughs> it's beautiful. So that's my hope for myself. <laughs> oh, so glad you brought that song. Yay. Thank you. Who's up next? Sam, Back to Sam. Okay. You ready? What's your second it's pick? It's my turn. <laughs> ah, this song is one of my favorites, but because it also represents a lot in my es del álbum Sale el Sol. Shaki colabora con René de Calle 13. Incluso yes. esta fue una de las canciones que presentó en alguno de sus conciertos de Rock in Rio antes de lanzar el álbum. La presentó incluso ah, junto con Sale el Sol. Pero para mí significa mucho porque es una canción que yo he cantado varias veces en el karaoke con mi mejor amiga Liz. Y creo que es una canción que nos sale muy bien en el karaoke. Entonces, para mí representa mucho. Es una letra divertida. Ella, junto con René, se burlan un poco de, de ella misma, ¿no? Y es una canción que representa eso, ¿no? En alguna vez escuché que alguien dijo, si tú puedes burlarte de ti mismo... Ya nadie puede burlarse de ti. Creo que Shakira es lo que trataba de hacer con esta canción. Oh my gosh, I'm literally dancing over here. I have my arms up. I'm bopping. It's such a good song. It's so catchy. I do love this song. It's one of my favorites from Soleil Sol. Yeah, such a good album. And a lot of us wanted this to be a single because we thought it would have a really fun video. Especially with Residente on the track, why is it not a single? This would have been amazing. And he's such a big name. Yeah. Shaki Misterio. <laughs> adding it to the list <laughs> I love that you brought this this was maybe on my top 10 when I was deciding things because I thought maybe I wanted a more sort of reggaeton feeling song because she has a couple of really great ones it's so good it's so good it's such a fun song Ajá, sí, yo, yo no la considero tanto una canción de reggaeton sino creo que es como una combinación entre cumbia colombiana que representa también mm. a Shakira con ritmos urbanos yo creo que la canción en sí, musicalmente, representa a Shakira con la cumbia colombiana y a René con los ritmos urbanos de Puerto Rico. Uh, and Sam, could you please explain what gordita means? Because in the United States, I would say our culture is pretty fat phobic. So to call someone a gordita, the literal translation would be like chubby or like fat sí, or yeah, chubby. a little thick. And I think that we would not interpret that word the same way in English. So could you Good explain what that means? Sí, gordita puede significar, como tú lo mencionas, como chubby. Pero creo que... En Latinoamérica, otra vez volviendo a este tema de los conceptos, de cómo percibimos las palabras, creo que no es una ofensa. No sé si chavi en inglés sea también algo negativo, pero en español no significa algo negativo, sino significa algo bonito. Una mujer, a lo mejor, sí, tal vez con unos kilos de más, pero que es bonita al final también, ¿no? Y es como de cariño, ¿no? Sí, estos diminutivos que son muy frecuentes, sobre todo en el español mexicano, que incluso vienen de nuestras épocas de precolombinas, donde había mucho uso del diminutivo gordita, 
no es lo mismo que decir gorda. Creo que gorda sí sería ofensivo. Pero decir gordita es con mm. cariño, con apreciación, ¿no? Entonces creo que la canción en sí significa algo positivo. Y creo que también significa esta transición, ¿no? De, de una Shakira que no sé, no creo que haya sido gordita. Aunque sí la vemos muy diferente de cuando ella era un poco más joven. Pero creo que en realidad ella nunca ha tenido como problemas de, de sobrepeso. Pero creo que más bien era, no sé, creo que todos hemos estado en esta etapa, ¿no? Entre la adolescencia, la pubertad, donde a lo mejor tenemos como la cara un poco más redondita, como dice René, ¿no? Y creo que más bien eso es a lo que se refiere René, ¿no? A esta Shakira más joven, como también lo menciona a la Shakira rockerita, a la del cabello oscuro. Haciendo también un poco esta referencia que siempre hemos escuchado, o al menos en el fandom es muy común de la Shakira de antes o la Shakira de dónde están los ladrones. Y creo que aquí en esta letra tratan de decir que pues ella sigue siendo Shakira a pesar de todos los cambios, a pesar de que ahora ya tiene el cabello rubio, bueno, o en esa época tenía el cabello más rubio, o que su cara era diferente, pero sigue siendo la misma Shakira de antes y con la misma versatilidad que ha manejado, ¿no? No suele encasillarla en el rock o en algún género, ella sabemos que hace todo tipo de música. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this song shows a lot of self-awareness because a lot of people say that they really only like the Shakira from before or from before her crossover. And there's a lyric here where Rene is saying to Shakira, you're really pretty right now, but I, I liked you more when you were a little bit chubbier, when you had mm. your black hair, you know, when you're <laughs> more like a rock chick, you know? And so she's saying like, I'm aware, you know what I mean? That that's what some people are saying about me and I really don't care. Like, I'm just having a good time. So Love that. I've always liked this song, but I never made that connection. And truthfully, I really just like Residente, like everything he touches. I really everything. like his collaborations. Yeah, he brings a good energy to the song. Song, and they're really fun. They had some live performances together of this song, which were really fun too. Should have been a single, guys. Should have been a single. I know. Otro Shaki Misterio. Y otra cosa que quería comentar es que siento que la letra es un poco más de René que de Shakira, porque yo soy un poco fan de René, entonces más o menos conozco uh -huh. la forma en que él escribe su rítmica, y yo creo que la canción es un poco más de René que de Shakira. Sí, sobre todo la parte donde dice perversión absoluta en el área perverso como tener sexo en una funeraria yo soy jefe, y yo la secretaria deja que te saque tu lado de ordinaria Shaki, tú estás bien bonita <risa> aunque también me gustabas cuando estabas más gordita, con el pelito negrito y la cara redondita, así medio rockerita, sí. también me gustas ahora <risa> Yes. <risa> Perversión absoluta en el área Perverso como tener sexo En una funeraria Yo soy el jefe Y yo la secretaria Deja que te saque tu lado de ordinaria Chucky, tú estás bien bonita Aunque también me gustabas cuando estabas más gordita Con el pelito negrito Y la cara redondita Así medio rockerita También me gustas ahora pero... But okay, Jacob, I'm ready Well, uh, my next song will come out no surprise to anyone here or anyone who has ever followed me on any social media ever. And Aaron, I already texted you about some rule clarification this morning or this afternoon so that I could bring this exact version of this song. I want to talk about, of course, Ciega Sordomura from the <gasps> MTV Unplugged oh. performance that she yes. did. Yes! Es útil para esta inútil ruta ciega, sordomura, por detrás de testa una. Estoy enloquecido por ti, me he convertido en una cosa que no hace. 
could say that's the Mexican version of Ciega Sordomuda. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the mariachi. Even the more even Mexican more version. Mexican version. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so Ciega Sordomuda is already a little bit mariachi if you just listen to the album version of it. But Shakira did this iconic MTV Unplugged performance, the very first completely Spanish MTV Unplugged performance in 1999. And they released an album of the whole performance in 2000. So everyone needs to go listen to it. It's amazing. But this version of Ciega Sordomuda that she did is Full so on mariachi. Good. I get chills watching this every single time. It's stellar. It's so good. During her MTV Unplugged performance, she was what I like to call a red Kira. Because as we yes. talked about earlier, she has <laughs> hair stages. Exactly. She had like bright fuchsia, bright red hair. Oh, but she was she was hinting at her future hair journey with roots, with long, yes. dark roots. So totally. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't even know what to say about this song because it's just so amazing. It's like a joyful feeling to me every time I hear this. The way mm -hmm. it picks up compared to the album version and this live performance, it just gets so fast and happy and it's just perfection. Oh, so good. And so many specific adjectives. Ojerosa, flaca, fea, descontrolada. It's just like crazy. Like another example of, I would never say, hoy me siento ojerosa, flaca, fea, descreñada, torpe, desquiciada. Like, that's not a normal thing to say, but that's like another like example of Shakita being self-aware and just making fun of herself, you know, like yes. that she felt this crazy about this person, which is rumored to be um, a platonic love. She says she said in an interview um, that oh. this wasn't about a specific person when she was promoting Donde Están Los Ladrones. People were like, oh, is this about one of your exes? So she had this one boyfriend who was rumored to be toxic in some way. We don't know if it was abusive or what the details were, right. but she was asked in an interview when she was promoting this album like hey is this song specifically about that one ex and she said no it's not about him it's more about a platonic love so I guess we'll never know who Ciega Sordomuda is really about write it down write it down to ask Shaki <laughs> me stereo number 427 <laughs> but yeah the title of the song and you guys correct me if I'm wrong means blind deaf and mute and it's all just about how she gets useless around this person mm -hmm. because love makes her dumb and stupid and can't function properly and more yes. than that it's more specifically it's like especially when the physical part uh -huh. of the relationship oh, comes right. into play right, right. then i really go <laughs> just stupid because i just can't do anything i can't think for myself anymore I love how she says it's not when you and I get close or when you touch me. She just says every time your anatomy appears before me. <laughs> how <laughs> clinical. That's just so Shakira. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> Well, yeah, I wanted to specifically bring the MTV Unplugged. For one reason, just in case someone has not experienced the MTV Unplugged concert, go, 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 go and watch it. It's on YouTube in pieces. You can find it or also listen to the album. It's everywhere streaming. It's so good. Yes. Shakira won Grammys with that mm -hmm. album, I believe. She deserved it. Grammy por su interpretación de octavo día, ¿no? Que es la primera canción del álbum. Sí. 
si, si. She was nominated for two Latin Grammys and won the Grammy for the best Latin pop album of the year for her MTV Unplugged. Yes. Yes. And her MTV Unplugged was, I believe, one of the first, if not the very first, in Spanish to be aired on MTV in the United States. That was even before her crossover. The very first. Absolutely. Yeah. So awesome. she's been doing the damn thing for quite some time. Mm -hmm. Yes, she has. <laughs> Y algo curioso que también aprendimos del documental del DVD de MTV Unplugged es que ella iba a portar originalmente un sombrero cuando cantara a Ciega Sordomuda en el MTV, pero al final no sé por qué se lo acaba dando a Tim Mitchell, ¿recuerdas? ¿O recuerdas? Ah, sí, en el MTV Unplugged. Se lo pone, ¿no? Ajá, en el ensayo se ve que ella iba a portar el sombrero, pero no sé por qué al final no quiso portarlo. <risa> Otro Shaki Misterio. Oh, funny. <risa> That's funny. I love their friendship, her and Tim Mitchell. They've been besties forever yes and interestingly that is not the song that i thought you were going to bring jacob oh, so i've got oh. some things to think about before it's my turn hmm. next but it is time for my second song which i yes. don't need to think about my second song is Actually, if you just look at Shakira singles, this is one of my favorite Shakira singles ever, although it's hard to pick. So I just went for a really personal favorite, and it's Un Poco de Amor. Wow. As far as just personal favorites, songs that I just really love, this is one of them. I love Un Poco de Amor. It's simple. It's innocent. It's from her Pies Descalzos album, which came out in 1995. And I think it's my favorite song from that album, too. I just oh, love really? it so much. Yes. Nice. It's very youthful and young. And I love the vibes of it. I wish that it would kind of get remade in a modern sound, too. Like remastered a little bit. Remastered? No, I would like her to totally do this again. Right. Erin, I remember when we were, well, specifically you were going back after we had discovered her in America. This is one of the songs you played me to be like, look what Shakira has done. And you played <laughs> this song as well as a few others from this album. I remember it specifically. To me, this song is very pop for early Shakira because early Shakira was mm -hmm. not doing very much pop, but this mm -hmm. is pop and I love mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. And it's kind of a fun mix of English and Spanish too, because um, they're shouting out different parts of the Caribbean because Shakira is from a Caribbean city called Barranquilla on the Caribbean coast of Colombia. Colombia is the only country in South America that has both a Caribbean and a Pacific coast. Mm -hmm. um, and Shakira's from the Caribbean coast. And so it's kind of fun that there's the mix of English and Spanish and Yeah, it is just a good vibe song. Creo que podremos decir que es la primera canción en Spanish de Shakira. Sí, oh. sí. Hay frases en inglés también. Mm -hmm. Y ella canta un poco en inglés. She has a little Spanish line in here where she repeats the MC. According to Wikipedia, his name is Howard Glassford, but he's uncredited. Yes, yes he is uncredited. That's correct, though. 
<laughs> Let's fix that internet. Let's credit him. It's a great job. <laughs> I know. Totally. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it looks like this was the fourth single off of Pies Descalzos. This was before she really strengthened and really worked hard on her English. And I love the line where she does a little bit of English because it definitely, she has such a heavy accent in those lines. And I love it because this is like early Shakira. She studied English hard before she made her crossover. But this is before mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah, she has a talent for language. She does. If anyone doesn't know, she is very talented in picking up new languages and singing in them. Sam, yo te tengo una pregunta en cuanto a la letra uh-huh. de esta canción no sé si <risa> creo que me lo la tengo frente a mí <risa> sí a ver dime <risa> sí <risa> uh, ok bueno te vuelvo a preguntar entonces um, en uno de los versos dice hay cosas en la vida en que no encuentras salida esa parte sí la entiendo luego dice y ante tus ojos se cierra el telón y tapas la boquilla del volcán que se hace lava que hace mil años está aquí adentro ¿qué quiere decir eso? creo que ella está tratando de explicar que hay un sentimiento que ya no puede ocultar pero él como que o la otra persona como que la detiene ¿no? por eso tapa la boquilla la bo- supongo que la boquilla del, del volcán se refiere al cráter propiamente y es algo que ella ya no puede ocultar, que está a punto de hacer erupción, pero que la otra persona lo detiene o la detiene, ¿no? O sea, ¿quiere decir que a Shakira le gusta tanto esta persona y está como a punto de decirle? Ajá, es, o a punto de, de que ya no pueda ocultarlo, exacto. O sea, de alguna forma, a lo mejor si no es verbal, pero de alguna forma ella se está delatando, que ya no puede ocultarlo. No okay. específicamente de decirlo, ¿no? Sino hay... Eh, algunas veces lo hemos comentado, ¿no? Que hay ocasiones en que nuestras emociones, nuestras acciones nos traicionan, ¿no? No es necesario hablarlo o decirlo para expresar lo que sentimos por alguien. Como lo que decíamos de que a veces es difícil <risa> ocultar, ¿no? Nuestros sentimientos. O el dicho que te dije sí, alguna sí. vez, ¿no? Que amor y dinero son difíciles de ocultar, algo así, ¿no? Sí, sí. <risa> ok, gracias. Es que desde ese entonces sus letras, o sea, desde siempre sus letras han sido tan creativas y tan poéticas y tan suyas, ¿no? O sea, tiene un estilo único de escribir. Y todo este disco, para que sepan quienes nos escuchan, fue escrito con Luis Fernando Ochoa, que es de sus um, long-time collaborators. She wrote this entire album with Luis Fernando Ochoa, another cl- Colombian singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. Y otro dato curioso es que durante la gira del Tour de la Mangosta, en los países hispanohablantes cantaba un poco de amor, y en los países anglosajones cantaba Pump to a Horse. Yes, so on the tour DVD for Tour of the Mongoose, um, there's just a clip of Un Poco de Amor, but on the actual tour DVD, she's singing Poem to a Horse. So yeah, I was really disappointed that on the DVD, we can't see the live version of Un Poco de Amor or the whole thing, because it looked really nice. Mm. As I said before, I just love this song because this is like, really really early pop Shakira Mm -hmm. and I'm a pop music fan and this song just really resonates as being a very light song and it's easy and I love it it's just a happy song it's so good Mm -hmm. yes it's very uplifting Mm -hmm. okay well that is my next to last pick and so now it's time for us to go back to Cali our last round these are the last picks everyone so 
bring it home, Callie. What is your <laughs> final one? Sure. So I think we've done a good job of covering different styles of Shakita songs. Mm-hmm. She has some really good dance tracks. She has some good ballads. She has some like pop bops you know what I mean but she also has some political songs in her canon and so I really wanted to bring one that would do justice to that portion of her songs so I brought the song called Se Quiere Se Mata off of her album Pies Descalzos I thought you were going to say octavo dia. <laughs> También es muy político. Yes, also. <laughs> I also had that on my list, but I wanted to bring Shakira Se Mata because I feel like Shakira does not get enough credit for writing a song that is about abortion in 1996 right. as a young Colombian yeah. woman. Yes. If it's a controversial topic today, I can only imagine what it was like almost three decades ago. Oh my God. And to put it on your like first album out as well. <laughs> Absolutely. And so for those who don't know, or for those who don't know much Spanish, this song is basically talking about a young couple, Braulio y Dana, who end up getting pregnant and they have to decide what they're going to do and they look into getting an abortion. And so it's just really talking about young desire and mm-hmm. how it can go, you know, in this direction if needed. And it was an unexpected pregnancy. And it just, Shakira isn't like taking a clear stance. Like, I don't think that she is being pro-life or pro-choice in this song, but she's simply raising the topic and saying, you know, sometimes this is what happens. Pro-talking about it. Exactly. Exactly. And that itself is controversial. And I just really wanted to bring that because Shakita has a handful of political songs, um, like Octavo Dia, like one that's called Timor. Um, But she just has a bunch of them that cover different topics. And so I just wanted to bring this one to be representative of that portion of her discography. I'm so glad you did. The tour performance of Octavo Dia, where it's like George Bush and Saddam Hussein are playing Mm -hmm. chess together and they're puppets. Yeah. That's another one. And another an interesting fact about this video, it's a relatively simple video. Mm-hmm. It kind of shows a couple, um, the couple that she's near that she's describing, and also like her in this like shadowy hallway. And um the actor who played um Braulio was actually sí. from a Mexican <laughs> band. Sam, sí. ¿quieres compartir esta parte? Sí, no recordaba, pero el actor que interpreta Braulio en el video de um, se quiere se mata de Shakira. Después, con el tiempo, se convirtió en el lead singer de esta banda llamada Zoe, ¿cierto? Uh-huh. Y sí. eh, creo que a él le da un poco de pena o se avergüenza un poco de su pasado como actor en el video de Shakira, porque sí, porque él ahora en día tiene como una bueno, él siempre se ha definido como un artista de música menos comercial, como más underground. Entonces sí, le avergüenza un poco su pasado como actor de videos de Shakira. 
Mm-hmm. I'm just seeing the comments on YouTube too. It says, whatever Shakira's opinion about abortion is, she did something important with this song. She was making visible the fact that many young women and even children die during hidden abortions. It's so brave of her, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Con respecto mm-hmm. a lo que decías, Kali, que ella no tiene una postura a favor o en contra del, del perdón del aborto. No sé, pero siento que su postura en esta canción es en contra del aborto porque, si mal no recuerdo, al final da a entender que Dana fallece ¿no? por el aborto. No sé qué mensaje trataba de insinuar Shakira con respecto al aborto o no sé si esta frase de cómo concluye la canción con la muerte de Dana también da una idea negativa del aborto. No sé, ¿ustedes qué piensan? I've always thought that it was like against hidden abortions because if abortion wasn't so political (laughs) then it wouldn't need to be hidden abortions have always happened and will always happen it's just a matter of how safe they will be Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so and um i think colombia actually just passed abortion um in 20 in february of 2022 i'm just seeing oh wow the doors that shakira has opened (laughs) totally I'm so happy you brought that song and brought this side of Shakira, the a side that we don't see a lot in pop stars or major stars like her. Mm-hmm. I agree. She's she's done a lot of political advocacy in several areas. The biggest one I would say would be in education. For people who don't know, she has a foundation that she started in the year actually that this album came out when she was 18, called Fundación Pies Descalzos, named after her first big successful album, and they managed several schools. Shakira has opened several schools in Colombia for children who have been displaced within Colombia because of the violence that they have faced. And so Shakira has always been politically and socially active in her music and also in other initiatives outside the music. That forethought at 18. Can you imagine? (laughs) I know. I actually interned at her foundation in Colombia for a year in 2008. So it was kind of related to her. I mean, we're basically besties. Like we we text all the time. Mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess political Kira, (laughs) we try to always make nicknames for her. So (laughs) needed to be on this podcast too. (laughs) Love it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Sam, I think this is your last song too. What do you have for us? Yeah. What is your final song, Sam? Okay. Mi última canción es una canción que creo que no forma parte de la discografía oficial o del catálogo oficial de Shakira. Es una canción que realizó para una campaña publicitaria. <gasps> específicamente es para <laughs> esta marca de soda o refresco Pepsi. Y la canción <laughs> es... Eh, ¿Pide más? No. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, okay. no quise escoger Pide Más porque pensé que a lo mejor tú le ibas a escoger, pero... Oh, ok, sorry. La canción es Pídeme el Sol de Shakira, bueno, de Shakira, de esta campaña publicitaria para Pepsi. Y me encanta esta canción, no sé si la conozcan.
is a nice hidden gem, a very hidden song within her whole discography. I don't know. I probably have only heard this a handful of times. <laughs> a mí me encanta yes. esa canción. Siempre he pensado que las canciones de este EP, del famoso Pepsi EP, fueron descartes para Laundry Service porque tienen como esa vibra. Hay versiones en inglés y en español de estas dos canciones que fueron parte de comerciales de Pepsi que es Pide Más y Pídeme el Sol. Entonces, yo cuando las descubrí, me gustaron a la primera, pero Pídeme el Sol tiene esa vibra particular, como me recuerda el verano, nos invita como a divertirnos, la letra también es linda. Entonces, sí, es, es parte de mis favoritas, a pesar de no ser como del catálogo oficial. Yes. So Shakira had a contract with Pepsi in the early 2000s. I think they paid for part of her tours and and things like that. And in exchange, she um, wrote a few songs for what the fandom calls the Pepsi EP. And there is um, two songs, both in English and in Spanish, that were used to promote Pepsi on a few different commercials that she did for them around the era that she was doing laundry service. So like Sam was saying, he thinks that some of these songs were knockoffs from, or not, not knockoffs, but like just didn't make the cut for her first English album, Laundry Service. Right, that, that makes 2001, sense. Because they kind of have the same vibe as mm -hmm. a lot of the songs on the album. They're like a good pop rock fusion. Right. Now, Sam, be honest. How much did Pepsi pay you to bring this to the podcast today? <laughs> no, esto no es un comercial. <laughs> That's why he put it third to sneak it in. So it seem <laughs> like they were paying him. This is an accidental <laughs> mid-roll ad in our podcast. Yes. <laughs> Sam is actually a brand ambassador for Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for a champagne brand that she promoted as well. He loves Frisionette. <laughs> yes. Aaron, you've been quiet. Are you there? Oh God, I have been on mute, but I, <gasps> I was oh. wondering why everybody just kept talking over me. Like I wasn't here. <laughs> oh. I'm getting frustrated. Yeah, I definitely didn't hear you. Um, what did you want to say about this song, Erin? The only thing I said, I was going to say like, Sam, this is such an awesome pick. I actually love Ask For More. Even the English version is my favorite. Nice. I knew the commercial asked for more before I knew who Shakira was. I saw the Pepsi commercial before I knew or I ever saw the Whenever Wherever music video. Oh, wow. 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 Sí, es que la campaña publicitaria fue un poco antes de, de que ella lanzara el álbum Laundry Service. Well, Jacob, mm -hmm. you may not remember this, but we had Spanish One in the eighth grade and we used to watch something called what was it something about one like news it was the do you remember oh, channel, channel one, channel one. Channel Lisa one. Ling, my like yes. everybody who I, like, yes yes the the shakira's ask for more pepsi commercial was played during that and that was before oh. i ever saw whenever wherever okay. i was homesick oh. for school one day saw whenever wherever while while i was homesick came back well, the next up. week That's the school newswoman Wow. Well, no, the other way around. I came back like a week or two later, like, hold on, that's Shakira. That's, mm -hmm. I just saw her music video on MTV. And then a goddess was born in my and eyes. And fell in love immediately. I still love <laughs> Ask for More just because of that little personal connection. <laughs> nice. 
nice. Well, I'm impressed that you even know that because this these songs are really like hidden gems because they're not on streaming. But I remember the commercial. She was on stage singing. And yeah, I thought she was Alyssa Milano at first, but <laughs> I figured out it was Shakira. <laughs> Nice. Aunque el primer comercial fue el que tú mencionas, Erin, el de Pide Más o Ask For More. Y el segundo comercial fue este de la canción Pídeme el Sol o la canción en inglés que es Knock on My Door. Y me gusta mucho también ese comercial porque creo que refleja la vibra de los Shaki fans. No sé si han visto el comercial, pero es un niño que no alcanzó boletos para el concierto de Shakira y de alguna forma se escapa de su mamá y llega al escenario de Shakira y a pesar de que el guarda de seguridad lo quiere retirar del escenario, Shakira le dice al guarda de seguridad que no, que no, que no lo retire del escenario y lo deja con ella cantando. No, no sé si lo han visto. Es un comercial muy lindo. Yeah, I've seen that commercial. There's like a kid who's like at her sound check or something, right? Ajá. Uh -huh. uh -huh. And then the security's like, oh, he should get out of here. And she's like, no, 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 he can stay. <laughs> so a lot of fans are like, oh, that's us. We're so passionate. We'll do anything to get to Shakira. Ese niño me representa. Yes, this commercial is iconic too. Aunque recuerden que tampoco fue la primera colaboración de Pepsi y Shakira. De hecho, Inevitable también tiene una versión para un comercial de Pepsi, que creo que fue la, como la primera colaboración internacional entre Pepsi y Shakira, ¿no? What a great hidden treasure pick. Sam, bringing the Pepsi songs tonight. I can't believe it. You little rebel. Rebelde. Es que I love it. Estuve pensando mucho en qué canciones elegir y sabía que si elegía alguna que a todo el mundo le gusta, era fácil que repitiera. Entonces me fui con canciones poco comunes o estas gemas escondidas, ¿no? Como esta canción del EP de Pepsi. And you like it because it's that little hidden song. And I sí. love that. Need to get on Pepsi to put that on streaming. Everyone tweet Pepsi and tell them yes. to release it. Yes. Yes. Well, Jacob, it's your last song. Well, my final song is not an underground song that you can't find on streaming because it is a very <laughs> popular song. And I wanted to bring at least one English song on my list. I almost just had three. Spanish songs, but I told myself I have to bring one English song. And the one that I was drawn to is Underneath Your Clothes wow. okay. off of Laundry Service. When my friends are like this song a lot it's a beautiful song but it's also for me as a Shakira fan I love it because it is one of the first songs that she wrote in English mm -hmm. and she said she wrote it like with a dictionary and a thesaurus in each hand right. like yeah. really trying to write this song in English and I love that about her that she was so adamant about just writing a great song like this in English that she would just struggle so much to make something and I think it's beautiful it's a great 
song. And it's mm-hmm. very much written in the Shakira voice because it's yes. you know, the lyrics are kind of crazy. They don't make that much sense, but <laughs> <laughs> which we love. That's okay. That's her style. <laughs> Y creo que es la primera ba- balada en inglés de Shakira en tener éxito, ¿no? Yeah, it was the first ballad that was successful for her. Yeah. Really? That's so interesting. I wouldn't say she has that many ballads in English that have even been that successful, right? Most of her big hits in English have been more upbeat, like Whenever, Wherever, mm-hmm. wow, mm-hmm. She Wolf, uh, Waka Waka, Hips Don't Lie, obviously. Like, they're all upbeat, yeah. but, like, I can't think of, like, several other songs in English that have been hits that Which are Which is slow. a shame, because she has some yeah. good ballads that America just isn't latching onto sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a little bit of controversy that we can talk about in this music video, because she got <laughs> into a little heat oh, in Argentina please. for this. Yes, I love that you know the chismecito. Share it. Is it with yes. Antonio in the video? Yes, Antonio de la Rua was her partner at this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is the son of a former president in Argentina. Mm-hmm. And he is in this music video because it is a love song. And I guess she wanted her partner there to experience a love song with her. But Argentina decided they were not going to sell this album because of this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> they banned that entire mm-hmm. album. Yeah, they banned her album because of him appearing in this music video, which is wow. They really hate the guy. <laughs> yeah, and for context at that time, Argentina was going through a very hard time. They're having like huge inflation issues mm-hmm. and people were really struggling economically mm-hmm. and he resigned. And so a lot of people blamed Argentina's political problems on Shakira and said, "Oh, mm-hmm. she had something to do with it. She was somehow involved." blah 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 and for that we're not going to sell her albums I think I read something released by Tower Records that was like to be clear this is not a protest of Shakira by Tower Records just of him just of Antonio Mm -hmm. oh okay (laughs) but I'm sure the people's sentiment was that I'm sure the people tied them but you know the company didn't want to burn bridges with Shakira I'm sure yeah the press were kind of tough with her she had Mm -hmm. some rough oh my god I imagine yeah sí fueron muy rudos y groseros no de hecho hace poco estábamos viendo algunas entrevistas de aquellos tiempos y la prensa argentina se expresaba muy mal de Shaki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they have since split. They're no longer together. Yeah. De hecho, ahora conocemos a Antonio de la Rua como el argentino porque ella sí lo mencionó. That's true. Uh, that's true. So we just call him the Argentinian, not by name yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what she called him. There was a um, celebration for like the 20th anniversary of um, laundry service was recent. It was like last year. And so she did like a live chat event on Twitter where she was like reviewing each of the songs from laundry service and sharing some facts about them. And so there was one where she was talking about the influence or inspiration for that song. And she said, oh, I was dating an Argentinian at that time. <laughs> Just a no-name Argentinian that no one knows about. And it's like, oh my God, you were together like 11 years and you just call him an Argentinian. Like, I'm not sure if Americans like fully understand like the level of this. It would be like if like Ed Sheeran dated like Sasha Obama or something Yeah, and then just called her a politician's daughter or something. Yeah, an American. Yeah, an American. Yeah, oh, I was dating an American at the time. You were with Sasha Obama. You know what I mean? You were with Chelsea Clinton. You know what I mean? Like, okay. <laughs> well, I I can fully understand why she would just say 
in Argentinian because he also sued her for like some insane <laughs> amount, like $250 million he tried to sue her for, and it was dismissed <laughs> yes. in the courts. Like, get out of here. What are you doing? That is some hot gas. They, yeah. oh gosh, Sam and I are going to talk about that in detail when we get to a specific song Cannot called Spotlight. Wait. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait. <laughs> yeah. They had several business interests in common and mm-hmm. he was essentially her manager in some ways yes. because he's yeah. an attorney. And so he helped with like a lot of the logistical behind the scenes part of her career. And she credited him in several interviews and said, oh, my career has only gotten better ever since I've been with him. And he's done so much for me and was really grateful for all the work he did. But they didn't have like clear contracts like if they were to break up like what would happen guys never mix business and a relationship never mix it exactly don't do that so a lot of fans are like so mad at him but to me it's kind of natural that there Mm -hmm. would be some disagreement when they broke up inevitably like i feel like either she would have sued him or he was gonna sue her like it was just assumed i think (laughs) that that would happen Mm -hmm. but i'm glad that you brought an english song because i'm looking at our list here now and men in this town was the only other song in english and shakita has some great songs in some english great too, songs so. in english so i wanted to bring this one it's also early days in my shakira journey and it's just amazing yo pensé de hecho que todos ustedes iban a traer canciones de shakira en inglés <laughs> por eso no elegí ninguna en inglés <laughs> okay well no yeah. we we like our spanish shakira we like our shakira songs in spanish me and Jacob, yeah so. mostly yeah <laughs> Nice. But I actually, my third song was going to be a song in English. And then I I saw you change it. I knew you saw me. I knew you did. Um, I frantically (laughs) realized that the song that Jacob texted me about today was not the song that I thought it was going to be. Mm. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to change. I have to have a new third pick. So earlier today, Jacob texted me like, is it okay to choose the live version of a song if it has an album that's out and you can find it on streaming and I was like sure and I said I know exactly which song that wasn't it <laughs> no it wasn't Ciega Sordo Muda it was not my other fully favorite song by Shakira that I love so much is Tu it's an all time <sighs> classic for me I love Tu so much but that little bit better version of it is that law version you know that she does on MTV be unplugged mm-hmm. it's just perfect so that's the version that i've brought tonight yes. so we have two songs from unplugged this is two live I have to say, (laughs) I have very high standards for when people say that they are fans of Shakira, because since I take it so seriously, when someone says, oh, their favorite song is, I don't know, Waka Waka or Hips Don't Lie. I'm like, "Mm, have you really listened to any of her music? Like, or have you just caught her on the radio? You know, but you two have really brought some good songs. No, hey, (laughs) we know our stuff. Okay. We know our stuff. I know. I just didn't. (laughs) We I named our know. podcast after her. <laughs> <laughs> I just 
I'm very impressed. So I was not expecting two. I didn't know what I expected, but I didn't expect two. And it's specifically from MTV Unplugged. So this, you two get my seal of approval as Shaggy fans. Okay. I don't know how many times we have watched MTV Unplugged together, Aaron, but... Oh. It, like, oh, if we dear. get together and get some drink in us, we are probably going to put MTV Unplugged on and just watch all of it to the bane of everyone oh. around us. Oh, yeah. It's just a perfect concert. This is kind of like Aaron's other pick, La Pared, where it's kind of like an anticipatory breakup song because the person hasn't left yet. Right. <laughs> yeah. She's just like, I love you so much that if you left, I would feel this way. It hurts to even think about it. Yeah, This is one of the few songs that is available here in Japan in karaoke. So I'm Ooh. often singing really? this song. <laughs> wow. In karaoke. So that's just what it reminds me of. <laughs> when I went to visit Jacob in Japan a few years ago, we went to karaoke several times. And I picked Estoya Key so many times. Mm. Yes. <laughs> it was like the perfect karaoke song. That was like the song of the nice. trip for me was Estoyaki <laughs> in Japan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it took some practice. Oh my gosh. And I know right now we're all listening to the MTV Unplugged version, which is incredible. And I think she even cries at the end of this, if I'm remembering correctly. I've never noticed the that. Music video is also a shout out because it's in black and white, just like yes. no from Jacob's mm. pick. <laughs> It's almost the same vibe as No, if you listen to them. Which I love. Yeah, they are a very similar vibe. And I like the music video, the original music video, because it's just stationary. She's in this one room. I think it's a one-shot video. I didn't so know good. that. I never Tiago. paid that close attention, I guess. Um, anybody mm -hmm. that listens to our podcast knows that I don't actually watch music videos. So That is true. That is true. Forgive me. I should have known. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this part towards the end in the live version where she's just like going crazy on the vocals. And she oh never God. finishes the thought. She never, never. ends the line with That's the most iconic Cinti. part. Oh. She starts the thought and she never says oh. Cinti at the end, which is oh, the I best part. Yes. Oh, On the keyboard is Albert Menendez, her longtime keyboardist. He's been with her forever, too. They've written a handful of songs together. So I love artists version. that just know who they like and keep them employed. I love that so <laughs> much. Like, they just want to make music with them. I love that. Aunque a diferencia de, de lo que mencionas, Cali, que es una canción como un breakup song, creo que no, no sé cómo catalogarla porque creo que la letra habla, le está rogando otra vez. Bueno, hemos hablado de canciones de ese tipo donde ella se anticipa ¿no? a que esta persona no la deje. Sí, por eso decía que es un, una canción de breakup 
mm, anticipada, Antes. ¿no? Que okay. no ha pasado el breakup. Mm -hmm. Es como el, el antes del breakup. Si es que va a haber. Y no sabemos si es que va a haber. Aunque no sé, a veces no me gusta escucharla como que ya del ruega a la otra persona. No debería, o sea, es Shakira. Sam feels like... Yeah, Sam's, one of his pet peeves is um, songs where Shakira's begging someone to stay with her because he's like, um, it's Shakira. Like, yeah. you had your chance. Mm -hmm. Sí, estoy de acuerdo. Si, está, si tienes la oportunidad de salir con Shakira, no puedes desaprovechar esa oportunidad, ¿eh? Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh my God. What a great final pick to end on. I've I know. What say. a good mix of songs. Uh, thank you. I thought so also. And you're going to laugh when you find out what my third pick was going to be. So <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> Okay. okay, well, first we have to do the very difficult task of now making just a top five list out of all of these songs. So Oof. we got to make some cuts. It's going to get personal. Okay. But we've got to do it. It's the mm. task at hand. <laughs> all right. This is a podcast where friends argue <laughs> over pop music. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. We have to fight. If you've listened to our other episodes where we have guests on, we are not nice about it. So I you agree. have to fight for your song. Um, I'm I nice. Agree. Jacob's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'll start. I like to start because it's easy for me to just name the ones I like and get that out of the mm -hmm. way. My favorites on this list are Inevitable, No, uh, No Creo, Un Poco de Amor, Underneath Your Clothes, and Tu. Those are all my wow, favorites. Wow, quite a few. <laughs> quite a few. Who's next? Okay. I'm going to back up my favorite, No Creo. It's a perfect mix of pop and rock. There's a fast part, which Shakita is also known for having songs that have fast lyrics. So I feel like that represents that part. So I I'm fully behind No Creo if you want to go ahead and put it on the list. Sam, what do you think of No Creo? Um, sí me gusta, pero no es de mis favoritas. Prefiero escoger otra canción de la lista. <laughs> Perdón, Cali. Sí, pues tres de cuatro han votado por No Creo. Entonces, <laughs> yeah, sorry, sí. sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, it goes on the list. It, it goes, goes on, on the, the list. list. We're gonna put them in the list in any order, and then later we'll order them. So I do think that Inevitable just has to be on the list. It just it's like non-negotiable. I, I love think it that too. That one needs to be there. Sí, de acuerdo. So that's good. And Ciega sort of the Muda, also iconic. I think those two have to be there. Pero tú y underneath your clothes for a ballad. Mm. For a ballad, I would go with La Pared. Mm, I might go with two over La Pared. I was going to say of mine, I know is so important yeah. on this non list Non-negotiable. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. <laughs> Gotta be on there. Okay. 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 No. Do you guys agree? Do you guys agree that it's like one of the top five of the, of these? I think a ballad should be on the list. I do think a ballad should be there. And I'm comfortable with either La Pared or No. No is excellent. So I'm happy with that. Sam, what do you think? Yo me quedo con Underneath Your Clothes para las baladas. Wow. Mm. Mm. Oof. 
it's controversial for me to say, but I do not like underneath your clothes. <gasps> I like it a lot. I know. On my list, it's not the one I would fight for. So if I had to be the third vote, I would not pick for underneath your clothes. Callie, you already brought it up. Ciega Sordo Muda is so classic. And mm-hmm. when I think of Shakira, it's one of the songs that immediately comes into my head. So I think it deserves to be on this list. Mm-hmm. I like to think sometimes with artist songs, like could somebody else perform that song? And I cannot picture someone else Never. performing. Never. So, yeah. I wouldn't fight for underneath your clothes. I would, for a ballad, be happy with either La Pared or No. And I can't not mention Men in This Town, just on behalf of the fandom of the potential <laughs> that that song had as a single. I do love Everybody it. Everybody in the fandom it. loves that song. I was about to swear, but I don't know if your <laughs> podcast is G-rated, so I'll keep it low-key. But Wait, keep it clean town. since I'm a teacher. Sorry. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Sam, how do you feel about Ciega Sordo Muda? Mm, en esta ocasión creo que preferiría incluir en el top a Men in This Town que Ciega Sordo Muda, porque la versión de Ciega Sordo Muda que a mí me gusta más es la versión del álbum. Ooh. <laughs> so you like the mm. album version better than the unplugged version? Sí. Hmm. Interesting. You know, I've never heard that in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> And you know why? Because the only Shaki fan I've ever really talked to is Aaron. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> Who have you been talking to about Shakira besides me? Bueno, para darles un poco más de contexto, eh, bueno, yo como mexicano creo que puedo decir que la fusión entre pop y mariachi, no sé, como que no me convence del todo. Es bonito en el sentido de hacer un homenaje a México, pero creo que esta fusión es un poco rara. Yo me voy mm. con el mariachi más clásico en esta ocasión. Mm. Wow, you heard it straight from a Mexican, you guys. <laughs> wow. It doesn't make the cut. Doesn't make the cut. Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily in this list vote for Ciega Sordo Muda either, either version, just because we have so many great songs here. It's more difficult to make the top five. Mm. Love well, it. This is unexpected because Ciega is a good song. It's an iconic song. I thought it was going to be an easy pick. Uh, okay, so we have two slots still to fill. I think, is there a conversation that we need to have between La Pared and Two? Prefiero Two. I, but, mm-hmm. ooh, I prefer La Pared. Mm. <laughs> no. Okay, okay, vamos a debatir. Estamos aquí para pelear por las canciones. Mm-hmm. Okay, Esto es su sí. podcast, podemos pelear. En el podcast nuestro estamos, uh, cada opinión es válida, que no sé qué. ¿Te gusta esto? A mí me gusta el otro, está bien. No, estamos en... Pero esta es una competición. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exacto, yes. estamos en Hits Don't Lie, no estamos en Shakipedia. Entonces, Sam, quiero que tú expliques con lujo de detalle por qué preferirías a tú. Explícanos. Bueno, quiero comenzar con lo que haya comentado. La pared se me hace una canción eh, que le resta puntos por esta similitud que tiene con Clocks de Coldplay. Siento yo que ella no fue tan original. Y en cambio mm. tú, la versión eh, Unplugged, se me hace más rescatable incluso que la versión en, en, del álbum. Eh, su voz es única. Incluso estar en un concierto y escuchar que cante tú es único. La sufre. O sea, mm. siento que ella la... 
la siente, o sea, es una letra que sí la, la siente más, más que la pared. Además, no me ha gustado que la pared solamente haya interpretado las versiones acústicas, no sé, siento que sí. a tú le ha hecho más justicia que a la pared. ¡Wow! Mm. Mm. Okay. Of the two, I'm for two. I think Sam and I are together and the two is the mm -hmm. better one to me, at least, between the two. And Callie prefers La Pared. I do prefer La Pared over two. However, I do appreciate what Sam was saying about the live performance, mm -hmm. specifically since Aaron brought two unplugged. I guess I could be swayed, but in my heart of hearts, I do prefer La Pared. I feel like it's an original song. I don't listen to Coldplay, so I don't really have that connection in my head. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's fair. I don't know if that's fair <laughs> like i don't know i can't think of what clocks specific i know that i know like some cold play songs but like you say clocks and like nothing immediately comes to my mind so it, it does like, sound a lot like la pared. Of la pared. <laughs> okay then i guess we're going with two it sounds like two. yeah i was just gonna say i lean two if i had to choose I've listened to your podcast and I know that sometimes you use this phrase, can you live in a world where? <laughs> That's <laughs> Jacob. That's Jacob. Okay. Not me. And I personally cannot live in a world where there's three ballads, but we don't include men in this town. I'm or we don't you. include a political song like I'm Si Quiere you. Se Mata. I am So with I'm you. sorry. Between two, no, or underneath your clothes, one would have to go. For me, it's underneath your clothes. So I think two I'm and no are better ballads personally. Um, Sam knows I'm not a big fan of slow songs. So for me, three ballads is like way too many. I would prefer only one ballad, but I'll take two. I'm totally with you. Even though Underneath Your Clothes is my song, I am all up for removing it even temporarily from this list and trying to get another type of song like Men in This Town or Se Quiere Se Mata on this list. Yo me quedo con Men in This Town porque creo que es una canción que representa a Shakira fuera de su zona de confort, pero es un buen logro. Mm, I like that. Yeah, it is a creative exercise for Shakira, that song. I like the idea of we have at least one representation of an English song on here. Mm -hmm. Men of This Town is a great song for that. I'm True. for putting it on. Erin, how do you feel? I will have to abstain. This is a that's not a, that's not legal. Aaron, this is a podcast where people fight. I'm sorry. Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> sorry to tell you to be a guest in your house, but and tell you what to do in your own house. But you have to fight. What song do you think should be on there? If you think that those three ballads should be there, throw down. <laughs> I do like the ballads. The problem is the reason that I have to abstain and I didn't want to say it. I wasn't going to say anything this whole podcast, but I don't know that song. <laughs> oh, it's going on there then. It's going on there. <laughs> Done. It's on uh -oh. there. <laughs> I don't know that song at all. At all. I didn't want to bring it up, so I just stayed silent. It's going on there. Aaron, I do understand why you say it's harder to relate to songs that you don't know that well. I understand that because I probably would have that reaction if we were talking about a different artist. But that is why, on behalf of the fandom that I've been a part of since 1997. I need to support this song because we all of us wanted this to be a single from okay, her She-Wolf okay. album and it never got to be a single. So the reason why you're not able to connect to it is exactly why we love it, unfortunately. Wow, you guys, Callie just got behind a podium and dropped a flag down and announced that she's running for president during that speech. Sí, yo estoy de acuerdo en que se quede Men Town. Okay, so we have okay. our top five. We removed underneath your clothes. Our top five are that we have to now place in no particular order. We have No Creo, mm -hmm. Inevitable, Two, the unplugged version, Men in This Town, and No. 
Now, how in the world do we rank these as top five? Because to me, no is up there. Sam, what do you think? Mm. <laughs> it's quite difficult. It's tough. These are <laughs> excellent songs. <laughs> I still think that the other songs are stronger than Men in This Town. And I think anything else could go above it. It's a nice song, but anything okay. else could be, be number, number one. one. Two, that's fine. Well, let's just make it number five, Dan. We'll just let's just make it number five for fun. All <laughs> okay, right, let's just for fine. fun make it number. This five. is more like a fan favorite. I'm not saying it's like uh, better than other ones. I would say of the what we have here, I would be comfortable with Inevitable or No being in like the top two. No creo. I would too. Would be like number three, two, unplugged number four. I'm great with No creo number three. Okay, so inevitable no, the top two. No creo is number inevitable three. Inevitable debería ser el número uno, creo. I think so. I think it should be inevitable, no, mm -hmm. then no creo, two unplugged, and many. I'm fine time. with that. I was going to say I'm totally fine if inevitable is number one, to be honest. Even though yeah. I think personally no is her best, her best, inevitable is up there with it. So I'm perfectly fine with it taking the number one spot. Erin, how do you feel about this list? I think it's good too. I'm fine with Inevitable being number one. Of course, No is number one in my heart or maybe even mm -hmm. a song that I haven't mentioned yet, but I'm good with this list. Yes. Both of you? Okay. I'm comfortable with this. Yeah, Inevitable is I think even one of her own favorite songs of her own discography and oh, I just beautiful. looked on setlist.fm and it's her most performed song. She's performed at least that has been documented 359 times only so Shakira obviously believes in that song I know the world could use a lot more performances <laughs> of that song well all of these really Sam you happy um no del todo con no pero okay <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best we can hope for on this podcast. No one's ever completely happy, but if you can just, if you can live, if you can live with it, that's all we hope for. Can you, Sam, can you live in a world where you live the in five a songs that represent Shakira are inevitable? No, no creo tu and men in this town. Casi. ¿Qué cambiarás? Cambiaría, cambiaría no y no creo. Honestamente. Oh. No, no. I sorry. don't agree. Not I happening. Agree. And we're Personally, the boss. I don't agree. Somos los jefes y no va a pasar. I'm sorry. Wow. Sabes que, Sam, esta es la única cosa que no puedo hacer para ti. La única cosa que no puedo hacer es cambiar eso. No, es que aparte también se me hace un poco... No es muy justo porque tres canciones son del mismo álbum y creo que la discografía de Shakira está ahí. Larga, sí. sí. Pues para mí me gusta la lista porque Donde Están Los Ladrones es la mejor álbum de Shakira. En mi opinión. Sí, sí, sí. Creo que <laughs> wow. es That is a controversial topic. No. Ooh. Classic. True classic. <laughs> Best album ever. I mean, it's incredible, but that is in the fandom. But in the it. world, it's a perfect album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Over anyone. If I were to change anything, I would swap one of her political songs for two, just because we already have a ballad. But I can live in a world where these are the five songs. Okay. Well, great. It sounds like we have it. Aaron, read us out. Okay. So our top five Shakira songs with Shakipedia are number five, Men in This Town. Number four, Do, the MTV Unplugged version. Number three, No Creo. Number two, No. 
And our number one Shakira song is Inevitable. Yay! Woo! We did it! <laughs> <laughs> impossible but we got it done they said we couldn't do it but we did it al final estoy de acuerdo porque yo traje inevitable y quedó en el primer lugar así if you guys have time we can go through some honorable mentions maybe one each if you guys have sure. any Oh, so I'll go first for honorable mentions. This is tough because I had such a long list of songs that I was considering bringing. But I will say that I really love the song Las de la Intuición. Yes. Oh, My favorite album of her, Fijacion Oral Volumen Uno. Um, it's a danceable track. It's a fan favorite. Super fun video. And also, I dressed up as Shakira in this music video for Halloween. Oh, wow. Do you have this Purple wig? wig? Do you have this wig? I do. <laughs> ah! Great so, song. Yeah. I do love this song, too, because I love pop music. And this is pop Shakira to the max. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. We didn't really have many pop moments from our selections. True, true, true. So, yeah. And I won't mention the other ones, but I had, you can cut this out. But I did have La Pared <laughs> and then oh, Octavo nice. Dio, which we talked about. So we have Octavo some Dio. similar Octavo I'm glad you brought that. That is, yeah. I was thinking like, it's a shame we didn't have Octavo Dia and Ojo Sassi. Because those are just two classics. I was going to bring Ojo Sassi, but. That was on your foreign language episode. Yes. Because it has so many languages. <laughs> Yes, that was the first episode of yours that I listened to. I was like, hits don't lie. And then I was like, oh, which one should I listen to? And then I was like, foreign language. And then you had Ojos Asti. I was like, oh. Well, Sam, did you have a, a song you wanted to mention that you didn't bring? Sí, quiero mencionar Chantaje. Creo que para mí es una de sus oh, yeah. colaboraciones más recientes y más exitosas. Con mi cuerpo negro, vista puro, puro chantaje, puro, puro chantaje. Siempre es a tu manera. Yo te quiero aunque no quiera. Puro, puro chantaje, puro, puro chantaje. Vas libre como el aire. Soy de ti ni de nadie. Como tú me tienta cuando 
Jacob loves this song. Sí, además yes. eh, fue el lead single de este álbum tan exitoso, El Dorado, que marca también una era de una Shakira más urbana, más moderna, bueno, con ritmos más actuales, ¿no? Tal vez también cayó un poco en lo que se estaba haciendo globalmente en la música con estos ritmos más latinos, pero creo que lo logró muy bien. O sea, es un álbum muy bueno y Chantaje creo que representa ese primer lead single con esa vibra muy urbana, con Maluma, que venía también muy fuerte. La letra me encanta, aparte porque es una Shakira más empoderada, donde ella demuestra en la letra que toma el mando de la relación, ¿no? No como otras canciones donde uh -huh. la mujer siempre es como más sumisa. Y en Chantaje ella toma el control de esta relación, ¿no? Le dice a él que no se va a dejar controlar, ¿no? Uh -huh. Además, ella es la mala. Ajá, que ella es la mala, exacto, ¿no? Sí. I love that song. Excellent choice. Chantaje was a smash. I think it has mm -hmm. over a billion views on YouTube. Everybody <laughs> listening needs to immediately look up the No music video and also Chantaje music video. Afterwards. Yes, it's a cute music video. Well, for me, I think it's no surprise. I almost brought Lo Hecho Está Hecho. Wow. Yes. Thank oh, you, yeah. Jacob. Yeah. I was like sending you brainwaves just now. Like, please pick it. Please pick it. <laughs> I put underneath your clothes because I really wanted an English one, but Lo Hecho Está Hecho is one of my favorites. No, you and should it has have. one of the best music videos in the world. Yes, agreed. Me encanta la coreografía de ese video. The music video in this has her and, what's his name, Daniel Cloud Campos doing this amazing dancing. It's the best choreography that has ever been oh done in a music video. It is so Everyone watch good. it. Yes. The bed is like a set. It's like they're doing fighting slash dancing choreography and it's mm -hmm. heavily choreographed and oh, I just love it so much. I'm sorry to take over but I was hoping you would pick this, Jacob. No, please. <laughs> this is it, one of my I, picks too. That uh, dancer used to perform with Madonna as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And I one time, I, Sam, I don't know if you've seen this clip too, but there is a um, TikTok that I had seen a long time ago by the one of the women that's also in the like bath scenes in this music video. Ah, uh, sí, que se expresó muy bien de Chuck. Yeah, and she said she was on set for a really long time and like Shakita like rested on her boob or something and like <laughs> the, all the women were like dancing and like in the bathhouse together for like a long time and like Shakita was like checking in. Does everybody have everything they need? Do you need water? Aww. Oh, you guys have been here too long. We should take a break. Oh, I'm going to order you all food. This Aww. went longer than I thought. Yeah, so she was like really nice or spoke very highly of Shakira. I That's love awesome. that. So kind. I just want to totally recreate this choreography at home. <laughs> Now, I can't dance <laughs> and my boyfriend can't dance, but I just feel like I could bully him into letting me kick him around in bed. Well, I don't want to be I don't want to be crude, but we might be 10 years to gone from trying this because no, the moves that it. they do might stop. put us in the hospital. I'm just saying. <laughs> I tried to carry my niece and walk half a mile yesterday and I almost died, so maybe. <laughs> so I'm not sure you can flip around your boyfriend in the bed. I don't know. <laughs> 
And can I just interrupt, and I may cut this out, but I really want to talk about the version, the English version with Kid Cudi. I actually oh, love yeah. that version. See, now I can put you where you need to be. You can believe that. Uh. Whenever, wherever, then if you let me, don't try to dip again. If you consider it, by stopping this flow, you need a friend. So break me off a piece of that. So sweet, so wet, the kitty cat in the cozy and Rome. Remember that I need you soon. I'll be your groom. This feeling this vibe is not in June. I remember you said your hips don't lie. Loving when they move. I will only bring good vibes in your life. Your love consumes all day, every day. I dream, I think of only you and them hips. And normally I don't like an added rap verse in songs. Sometimes they seem out of place, but I really do like the version that has Kid Cudi in the English version. I think it's a really good addition. Do you? Well, do you know why maybe you think it fits better in this one? Because this was written and produced by Lil Jon as well as Shakira. No, I didn't know that, but that's cool. Is this a song that was... Um, had Little Wayne, or is that a different song that you're thinking no. of? No, that's Give It Up to Me with Lil Wayne. We don't talk about that song. We don't know. Yeah, him. yeah. I, I, I don't mind that that's song. A but artist. This is different, right? This is Did It Again. There's a version with Kid Cudi, and I do yes, like there it. There is. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Sam, I think you're about to say something that I was about to say, <laughs> right? Les iba a decir o a contar que a mí me gusta más... Eh, la primera vez que presentó Lo Hecho Está Hecho o Did It Again en un programa en vivo, la versión eh, que ella presentó en aquella ocasión antes de lanzar el álbum era un poco más electrónica y me gustaba más que la versión mm, del, mm. del álbum. De hecho, en el video al final se puede, se puede escuchar un poco esa instrumentación un poco más electrónica. No sé por qué al final no la conservó en la versión del álbum. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, I can remember that. I thought you were going to say that there's also a, like an unreleased version of Did It Again, but with uh, Pipple. That's oh, not on streaming. You can there. find it on YouTube. De hecho, se incluyó en la versión en español Deluxe de Loba. Oh, yeah, the deluxe version of She Will. Mm-hmm. But just in Latin America. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Love Mr. Worldwide. Armando. <laughs> respect. Nothing but respect for him in this household. But anyway, did anybody else have another honorable mention they wanted to sneak in? I did. I did have an honorable mention. I haven't mentioned mine yet. It's the perfect song to finish on because it is my personal special favorite Shakira song. And that is Try Everything from the movie Zootopia. Nice. I won't give up. trying to get this song in the podcast (laughs) i don't care jacob i love this song i love it so much um it actually was not written by shakira it's from the movie zootopia sia was a co-writer on it um Mm -hmm. shakira appears as the celebrity singer gazelle who is also a gazelle Um, but it's clearly just Shakira, if you watch. It's not even, she's not even playing a character. She's just herself. But yeah, I've played this song so many times. And guys, 
I've had some really hard years as a teacher. And sometimes you just need that one song to listen to on the way to school to like, (laughs) tell yourself it's going to be okay. And this is that song for me to get me (laughs) up and get me motivated for the day. I love this song. And it's the perfect closer. I will say I'm happy to be the last. Beautiful. (laughs) Yes. Another genre of Shaki songs are these like uplifting songs. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I know we kind of touched on that with Un Poco de Amor, but Try Everything is like definitely in that vein. So I'm glad that you brought this. De hecho, si puedo confesarles algo, en la canción, bueno, nuestro tema principal de Shakipedia me recuerda mucho a Try Everything, sobre todo en la sí. parte mm. del pre-chorus. I'll have to go listen to our own theme song. I didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> <Like> try everything. <laughs> sí. De hecho, yo pensé que por eso habías escogido en un, en un inicio esa canción, porque te recordaba esa vibra feliz de las canciones como motivacionales de Shaki. Wow, maybe subconsciously. Sí, porque me parece también un poco como Waka Waka o Try Everything. Mm. Creo que refleja esa felicidad de esas canciones de Shakira. Y ahí sale el sol, por ejemplo. Mm-hmm. También otra canción súper positiva. O bueno, upbeat. Well, guys, we cannot thank you enough for coming on this Shakira journey with us. It has been so Ooh. much fun. I feel like we did a lot of great work for the world and for humanity tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I agree. Kelly and Sam from Shockypedia. Uh, can you tell everyone where they can find you guys or where they can listen to you? Yeah, of course. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Shockypedia Pod. And we're just so grateful for the invite. We were so glad to find you and your podcast and so thrilled that you're named after the queen herself. So <laughs> this you. is very exciting to finally connect with you too. Sí, yo también siempre los he visto como un podcast hermano. Como Aww. les dije, me recuerda mucho su descripción Gracias. a lo que somos también este Cali y yo, los amigos en sus treintas, ¿no? Erin, tú sabes, este desde el principio como que hicimos muy buen muy buena conexión en las redes. Jacob, sí. me encanta tu risa. Y sí, estoy muy, muy agradecido con, con ustedes también por esta invitación y como ustedes lo dicen, eh, o como lo dijo Jacob, ¿no? Esto es una forma también de demostrarle al mundo, ¿no? Que podemos hacer cosas bonitas entre todos y como lo dice también la canción que hizo Shaki con, con Dora la Exploradora, ¿no? Everything is better <laughs> if we do it together. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's so great to find some kindred spirits through these podcasts that we're doing. Thank you guys so much. It's been so much fun having you on. Gracias Thank por you. venir. Gracias. Gracias por acompañarnos en este camino <laughs> de las canciones de Shakira. And guys, as always, if you want to find us, we are on at Hits Don't Lie Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. And our email address is hitsdontliepod at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. Now, everyone, go and listen to some Shakira and have a great day. Bye. Bye. Adios. Bye. Nos vemos. Bye. I won't give up.
I, you guys brought really good songs and such a wider mix of songs than I expected, to be honest. <laughs> okay. So Did you really think we were just going to bring Waka Waka and Hits Don't Lie and whatever, whatever? No. I don't know. I don't know. 